real quick, I left his ass in the garage because he wanted to walk in there by himself while I was smoking on the patio. Mm-hmm. And I tried to wake him up and he's dead asleep and he just looked at me like going without me. So I went on without him. And he was in the garage for at least an hour, you know. And now all of a sudden he wants to come right back back then. I don't know if you can see him. He's right there. No, I can't. Yeah, I Hello, how are you? Uh, yeah. How have you been? How's been? How's your past week been? Um, I've been good. I don't know. I don't feel like I really got nothing especially special to report, but I've been. I feel like I've been good. Um, been enjoying my time. Um, felt a lot more productive. Um, I feel really good. Why? What's what's so funny? Well, I was gonna ask you. Did you see the title of last week's episode? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i looked at it i laughed but that's good I'm, I'm glad you're doing pretty good sorry y'all i got the sniffles i did take some i did take an antihistamine you know it's been 40 minutes so i'm waiting for it to kick in kick in the alley uh-huh. but yeah my week's been okay there was something i was gonna say i forgot but it, you know me it'll pop right in mm-hmm. how's your week been it's been pretty good pretty productive like you, nothing especially special to report this week. Like nothing all too bad, but it's just like, it was a week. Yeah, it was a week. I've been doing a lot of maintenance stuff like laundry and training. And I was watching late the 25th anniversary recorded at the O2 of Late Missile app while I was doing laundry before we started recording. So, you know, Nick Jonas, Rob- huh? Late Miss Robles? Yes. You know, Nick Jonas is in that one, so that one's my favorite. But it's a, oh, the one, the one with you, Jackman. No, 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 not the recorded, uh, not the film, but it's the live play. It's the all they bring back all the cast members. It's pretty cool. Okay, I mean, I'm, that's I'm not really fond of that musical myself. Interesting. But, it's a sad one. I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I was. I haven't finished it. I I started it, but that's what I was doing while I was doing laundry. But like, you know, nothing especially special to report. Happy Black History Month once again. Yes, yes. Anything? I have uh, quite a few things in world news. Let's get into that. Have you seen anything? Anything you want to talk about? Um, I mean, I really don't want to talk about it, but we can. We can talk about Russia. You want to talk about Russia and Ukraine? And getting all of NATO involved. We could, yeah, we could, we could talk about that, and then after that, I'll go into mine. I'll spiral in. That's a good tangent. Go, go ahead. Um. Well, I mean, I'm just, I just don't get what Putin doesn't. I'm not even gonna say Russia because I know it's not everybody in Russia who wants this to happen. There's no way. So Putin. I don't understand. I'm just, I'm just confused. Like, does he want, is he trying to recreate the Soviet Union? Because Ukraine don't want to join. Ukraine said no. They, they, they don't like the really strict, like conservative stylings of what the leaders in Russia are doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I know that Putin is pissed because they're really leaning towards uh, 
Western uh, democracies and aid for aid with things. And they want to join NATO and the East or European Union. And I was telling you before, I think Russia don't want that. Uh, well, not Russia. Like I said, Putin don't want that. I don't think it's fair to lump everyone who most everyone in that country as wanting that to happen because it's mainly just Putin and his friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't like God. Are we fucking not better than war? Like, do like really? You're gonna invade a country in this day and age? We're this smart, this quote unquote civilized, and you're gonna literally like a little kid be like, you guys got to do this because I want. I don't want. I don't want this. Our. I don't want this country, this satellite country, to be in the year in the European Union, NATO, because then you guys are really close to Moscow, and I don't want any of that influence coming over here. Like, I don't understand why. I don't, I just don't get it. It's very interesting to watch and hear the speculations and see how Russia, more specifically, Putin is moving. I've been watching a lot of Vice lately and a lot of Vice news and stuff. Some of it is old, but you saying, are we not past war yet? Reminded me of something I saw and the after effects of war and how at least us, it was speculated that we weren't testing uranium and our weapons mm-hmm. and the after effects of war on the people in the country and the places that they're at, specifically in Iraq, there's a lot of birth defects happening. They think it's tied to the chemicals that are used in the weapons. Mm-hmm. However, I say that to say it doesn't make sense for me to go about it this way. Like, oh, yeah. I've been listening to, I've been saying updated on Russia and what people think. And a point that was being made was that if Putin is trying to pretty much like show a bluff, this is an expensive ass bluff. The other argument is that he is actually moving forward. He's going to do it. And they think they're talking about like, timing in regards to it happening after February 20th, mainly because Putin doesn't want to damage the quote unquote public image or behind relationship that he has with Xi and China because the Olympics are going on. So they don't want to distract from that. Say all that to say, it's just very interesting to watch. It's very scary. And it's also very much like why, why did these leaders keep trying to go after like total domination? Like it doesn't make any sense. It's not going to work. We are humans. It's not going to work. Yeah, that's the part where I don't understand. Like, supposedly these uh, quote unquote civilized nations, first worlds, whatever you want to call it. If we're better than that, why are we doing this? You know, especially like I know there's like a stereotype with Russians of like being the best and this and that and like they can handle anything but at some point isn't war just it's really not necessary most majority of people on this planet just want to fucking like i've said before just want to live want to want to enjoy life they don't i really want i think it's i'm guaranteed most people on the planet don't think war fighting for death these mass wars are like they're not going to solve anything why why don't we focus on like I don't know, preserving people's culture and I just don't get it. Like you, I don't understand. I don't understand like the whole, like I understand what's going on, but I don't understand why it's gone. Like what, like 
truly, what is the motive here? Like, what is the end game? What is the plan? Like, once you have control, okay. Well, that's why I said he's trying to, I think he's trying to take back the states that left the Soviet Union to bring them back. Because historically, Russia's like had those states to buffer between Western Europe and Eastern Europe. So that way they have like democracy and that that type of, you know, government a little bit farther from them. So there's like a clear line. But now that Ukraine and these other countries in Eastern Europe that are interested in joining like the Eastern, the European Union and NATO, he doesn't want that because that just brings NATO closer to him. <laughs> and he finds that as a threat. And he's even said that, that, that he takes that as a, as a threat to war. If, if we, that's why they haven't officially added Ukraine into the NATO because he said, if you guys do that, I'm taking that as a, as an act of war on Russia. So it's like, do really like he's, he's just nervous of losing power. In my opinion, I think him personally, he's nervous. I'm not going to have it forever, bitch. I don't. Anyway, we talk about that forever. Yeah. yeah, But that's, that's what's going on there right now. It's very interesting. And so how I was telling you, I was watching vice news lately there was i didn't i don't know the timing specifically of this when this was recorded or whatever but they were talking about how steve bannon is in europe pretty much going to these different countries and specifically in sweden pretty much pushing forward the rhetoric that trump has been pushing forward since he's been in office since he was in office and since before they're calling it like alternative sweden kind of like how Trump is trying to have his own separate party here. But a good quote that I took from it was, these are all individual nationalists working on nationalism in their country while working together internationally. I thought that was very interesting because how we were saying, like, what is the, what, what is the point of war and stuff? It's like, is there something, this is now my opinion is and speculation, but like, is there something bigger that we're not paying attention to in regards to like, group of people working together behind the scenes to push forth the rhetoric that is completely awful for all countries and all the people involved, you know, just something that I thought was interesting that was on the news. Uh, something else I saw in the news, Trump did not dispose of White House documents properly. Of course. At Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I was like, what a dumbass, you know, it just, it just continues, you know? Just continues, continues. Another thing I saw was there is a indigenous activist named Brennan McGuire that posted a video of black water coming out of faucets mm-hmm. at the Tyantinaga Mohawk Territory in Ontario, Canada. That shit was coming out looking like black, black. Like, no point in cleaning with it. No point in trying to boil it to make it better. No point in trying to freak it, definitely. But there was a there was a six billion dollar settlement that supposedly will be paid out to the people who have been deprived of clean water, and it was six billion, yeah. And it'll require that the government take action to help provide safe drinking water to the First Nations people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good to see, but I want to see how it is executed because I do think. For me, moving forward, when there are things that are big like that, that are announced, like settlements or new movements or acts, whatever they're called officially, 
when there's a big amount attached to it, I would like to do my own due diligence to see how that money is then dispersed and used. Because I do think it's interesting to say like, oh, $6 billion settlement, but how are, how are you going to get these people clean water? And how are you going to ensure that you provide safe water moving forward, you know, implementing yeah. cleaning systems, whatever. So very, very, very interesting. Another thing that I saw in the news, bitch, there's this company called Plan B Marine, and I'm going to read to you their plan on their website. This I also saw on Vice. This I also thought was very fucking interesting. Every executive needs a plan B. Your job is to see every contingency, disaster, recovery, business, continuity. It's up to you to leave nothing to chance. You need to be prepared so that your company can continue to operate no matter what the situation. Systematic failure can leave you exposed, though. A breakdown in the power grid disrupts communication and mass transit. That's how civilization is wired, and it doesn't matter whether it started due to outdated technology, infrastructure, or as an act of sabotage or terrorism. You and your leadership team are left stranded while out on the street. There's confusion and panic. You're isolated, helpless. It's a nightmare scenario, but it doesn't have to be that way. Now there's a plan B for catastrophic situations that you couldn't previously plan for. Plan B Marine. Plan B Marine provides you and key employees a nautical means of evacuation in the event Manhattan Island ceases to be a tenable place of business. Your Plan B allows you access to a military-grade all-weather response boat maintained in full working order at a west side location known to you and your key personnel. You'll be trained in how to operate the boat so that in the event of a catastrophe, you and your team can swiftly and safely evacuate New York City. Plan B Marine covers all the bases for you. Your vessel is docked and maintained for you so that when the trains and buses are at a standstill and all the bridges and tunnels are closed, you still have a way off the island. Part pragmatic planning, part peace of mind, Plan B Marine prepares you to the face disaster head on and come out on the other side. Bitch, this is a, an escape route for the 1% off the island. Wonderful. Right? We, you know who's really important here. Bitch, I said, this is a legitimate company. So the thought attached to this was, wow, the 1% is really about to leave everybody behind if there is a true disaster and people need to get out. Yeah. Pay for this service. There's also a company called the Vivos Group Fallout Shelter Bunkers, and they provide bunkers for like a world disaster, terrorism situation, etc. Hmm. It's in South Dakota. People are buying these bunkers. I think I've seen that before. I've, I've heard of that before. So before it slips, what you said? Real quick before it slips my mind. I don't really know much about this, but I've seen the past like three days. Uh -huh. There's a new HIV variant. Did you see that? In the UK, it was found in the UK. It's a new HIV variant. Excuse me? Yeah, I seen uh, a headline on it on Twitter, my Twitter newsfeed. And I skimmed, I like read a little bit of it, but then it literally made me really anxious. So I had to just keep going until I get a little bit more like calmness in the mind to read the whole thing or investigate more actually. But I was like, I wait, that kind of stressed me out. Yeah, me too. We're not talking COVID, bitch. We're talking HIV. 
variant, a new one. And they haven't fixed the first one. So <laughs> like what? Well, <clears throat> I will be looking into that. that. Yeah, I don't know nothing right now. I just learned it out there. I seen it on the news. I'm not informed enough to really talk talk about it, but I just had to let you know. Yeah, I will I will look into that after we are done here. Wow. Good to know. Yeah. Very interesting. And then the last thing I saw in the news, I actually coming back with information. So remember I was telling you about that trans therapy article and me reading about it. So what it was was a three 600 360 page document uh that recently got its guidelines updated after a decade by an international group of experts on transgender health it informs insurers on what can be reimbursed for care it's so it essentially it removed the adult requirement to have psychological assessments done before getting hormone therapy however the debate is around the new information added stating that teens and adolescents must undergo a mental health assessment and have been questioning their gender identity for several years before receiving drugs or surgeries. Some are saying it's necessary, while others are saying it's not, especially with the factors that influence, such as the individuals around those young adults and suicide rates. But I think the big key takeaway for me was uh, the argument that being trans is not a mental health problem. I agree with that. I don't think that it's a mental health problem, but I think it's interesting how they're framing it and the procedures that they're trying to implement. They had several doctors on this article and in this updated document posting arguments as to why they think that teens should go under. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, so a quote I took from it was, although mental health counseling should be offered as needed, it should not be a requirement for medical care. He pointed out that the therapy is not required for cisgender patients who get breast augmentation, hysterectomies, or rhinoplasties. I was going to ask you, though, do you think that... Do I need rhinoplasty? No. (laughs) Do you think that mental health therapy should happen before adolescents or teenagers undergo hormone therapy and stuff like that if they do identify as trans? Well, going back to my answer last week, where my heart's coming from, Uh I say yes, because I don't... I I could be wrong, and I would love if if someone who is trans... Uh, has their opinion and wants to share with me if they hear this I would love to hear like you know because I'm not trans so I don't know that that effect on what it would be like either way of getting uh seeing a therapist before or after I just I think yes in the sense of not to not to try and uh tell tell someone who they're not when they're they should be I feel like it would be helpful for them to go and like really just talk about themselves not the therapist is not trying to convert them or not convert them but to make them stay in the body that they that they were born in if that's not who they are they're they're more for support like to be support for them and at like sometimes the people don't have someone to talk to and what if they need to, the therapist is the only person they could have just to talk about their what they're going through mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's where I'm coming from. And it has nothing to do with my thought process on it has nothing to do with trying to stop them or make them wait. I would think maybe wait a little bit just to know a certain age, but at the same time, I don't know what, you know, I'm not qualified to give that answer. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm on the supporting side of whatever is going to help support the person the most smoothly. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With their journey. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Completely, yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to follow up on that. I thought that was very interesting, especially on the heels of this Florida bill where schools may not talk about or teach about gay or transgender, gender identity, sexual orientation, anything in schools. Or remember the they're trying to pass that stupid bill about white guilt, the white guilt bill. Florida that people, is the hellhole. White people don't have to hear about how uh, they created slavery in this country and they didn't want to get rid of it. And they were all for the... You know, I'm like, really, if you guys are over, if you're really over it and you've advanced and, and you're, you've come into this different state of mind of understanding and knowing that things are wrong, then why do you need to make this bill? If you really didn't, weren't racist. Strange. Interesting. Very. To quote AOC, I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's move it to what I watched. Hot house, honey. New York. <laughs> New York at this... I don't know if the new episode's today or tomorrow. I thought something actually happened the way you sighed. I was I was a little excited. I, I got a, I got kind of addicted to like the cheesiness of it. It is so cheesy. New York's <laughs> acting, the over the top it is it is clearly, clearly really produced. However it's very like first ever like reality show style. Like that's how they really shot it. That's what it reminds me of. The, 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 down you know, to the, the real life cupcakes comments are very interesting to me they're very funny she's the entire show very interesting honestly Max Connor was on there I did not expect him to sound the way he looked not to say that's a, that's a negative oh, yeah. I also yeah, yeah. Didn't, I also don't know if New York was standing on a platform I know she's not that tall but at the <laughs> same time I was like I wonder how tall is he, like he actually is. So that was very interesting. Yeah. I've, when I heard his voice, I was like, I've never heard him speak. Sleepy. So yeah, that was it. That did, it It did throw me. It wasn't like a, oh my God. No, it, I was like, whoa. It, yeah. Just because, you know, I, in his films, he doesn't even talk in his films. So he just gets down to it and he's not making noises. From what I've seen, I'm sure there are some where he's made lots of noise. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, I've only seen the bottom make noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was he has very nice teeth. He does. He has a really good smile. And nice skin. So happy Black History to that man. Oh, before we move to Drag Race, just real quick. If y'all are watching Hot House, this is not a promotion. But if you want some reality TV trash and like just good old fashioned gay cheese, yeah. Hot House on Out TV. That's just hilarious. Hot House. Yeah, I wish that it was only three episodes. And I feel like we watched six yeah, because they're they're like 45, 47 minutes each. Drag race. Drag race. How do we feel about who went home? I forgot who went Red, home. You mean right. at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Qu- I, like, no, nah, I don't know. This is going to sound really heartless, but it's only because I like her a lot. This is the second time a girl's had to go home because they hurt their leg. And come back the next season. Like, I don't know this is me, but I, that that... That's such a tired, uh, like storyline for the next, like the seasons, like where it's like, I hurt myself last season. I'm here and I'm going to do great this time. Well, I was like, girl, you were really going to do good this time. I think I think you're going to do great this time, but it sucks. I just, it's because I like her. That's my opinion. I'm like, damn, they can't, they can't help that they hurt themselves. No, no, no. She, 
yeah, I know she she didn't do it on purpose, but it's only because I liked her and she was one of like the three people I liked. On this so you're, show. you're sad. You're sad to see her go. Very sad. Uh, I'm right. not here for Willow and um, um, I kind of have like a soft spot for what's her name, uh, Miss Carrie, the auntie. Okay. Uh huh. Her and I have the for her too. I don't know why. Yeah, there's something about her. I just like, <laughs> I don't know. I like her and I like Angeria too a lot. Yeah. So, so those three. They, and well, they, those are my three. three. Because Cornbread went home. So we'll see her next season. Honestly, I wanted to see her on, with a different cast anyway. So I'm not necessarily upset that she gets to come back. I feel like she got a little taste of it and now knows what to do next time. Not like she didn't know what to do this time. But. It was that one time, though, I think it was like her, her second episode where she wore that really like flat wig. Like it was the animal print challenge and her outfit was great, but her wig was just really flat. I don't even remember it. It was that bad. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Boba Fett. This Damn. finale episode. When I looked at it too, it said one hour. Exactly. I was like, oh, one hour. It was an okay. hour? Yeah, I looked. It said exactly one hour. I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even look at any of that. I just went and pressed play. I was thoroughly, thoroughly. We're not trying to spoil it. I'm not trying to spoil it, but there could be a spoiler just from us talking. So freaking good. There is so good. I was, I honestly didn't think going to choose what he chose i thought he was going to choose i thought he was going to be with oh so we're just out here spoiling it all right go ahead go no, i didn't say i didn't say what he what he chose i didn't think he i didn't think he chose what he was going to choose i don't even know how to talk about it without spoiling it it was good all i will i will say is i was satisfied in the fact that i got my action i got my action i got my drama that's what i would really been waiting for it's been like here and there, here and there, all season. Final episode really brought Not trying to spoil this, but maybe people... Not trying to spoil it, but spoiling it. It will only spoil it if you watched Clone Wars, okay? The animated 3D series. Um, I didn't really like how they left story. Like, you know, with him... but. I didn't like the way it was so quick, like that story. And like, do you know who is? Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that. That Because in Clone Wars, he was like, it took them literally a whole season to catch him. So, you know, I'm just, yeah. but I guess going off of what said, they're both old men. So it makes sense. And now it's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyway, super good. Great. Loved it. We know exactly where Mandalorian season three is going to take off. It's going to take probably off right from after that point with. I'm excited for the Mandalorian to come back. So I'm excited, bitch. Okay. Obi-Wan's coming out soon. And I think it's only four episodes, mm-hmm. but from everything I've been reading about it, it's going to be really good. And I'm excited. And it's, it's Obi-Wan from the prequels doing the transitioning and him into older Obi-Wan from the original. Okay. Like his story, what he was doing that time before Luke found him. Uh-huh. So that's going to be exciting. What else did I watch? Oh, girl, I've been watching Living Single. Like, <laughs> I'm re-watching it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm on season two, like, I don't know, episode 20-something. Uh-huh. 
already and I just started watching it again the past. This is day three of me watching it in a row. I mean, that's a classic. I but what better time to rewatch Living Single than Black History Month, right? I mean, I just, oh, I, yeah, I didn't even think of that. But, you know, this is one of my favorite shows. This is my childhood show. I'm, mm-hmm. um, I just got to the episode that it, I felt so, I was like in my feelings because it was the one where that guy, where this guy came over to study with, with not Regine, um, Sinclair. Mm-hmm. And Sinclair's so innocent. She's like, okay, so really like asking questions about it. And the guy kisses her and she freaks out. And then she tells Obi and Obi like, Louis like, no, we're done. We're not together anymore. And it was like, she didn't want to kiss him. He kissed her. And mm-hmm. she's telling you. And it's like, it just got over that. And they've had sex for the first time too. So it's like, it just got. I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah. So they're so, so ridiculous about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, I've seen a lot of guest stars already. So it's been nice to to watch people who are like in their hate, like not heyday. Mm-hmm. That sounds rude. They're like one of their high points in the 90s. Like it's funny seeing these different singers, uh, musicians and stuff mm-hmm. pop in. Yeah. So it's Living a good single show. A Everyone great, should watch it. Great show. Living single. Literally single. <laughs> Either way, I'm definitely Khadija. The bitches in Aries. Because in episode... The first season they talked about that and she's like, I'm an Aries moon. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Validated. Uh, perfect. Oh, and they did, sorry. <laughs> and they did an episode that end, like the ending credits was her, it was the episode where the guy called her a bitch and she's like, who are you calling a bitch? And then they all kind of pause because you went on. It's like, boy. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like <laughs> that moment. But then they continued it. And then at the credits, it's her music video. When she premiered it? I think so. Yeah. Oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> it's in the first season. There's like five, two. Kyle Barker's still here. He hasn't left to Europe yet. So we're doing good. That's not a spoilers fucking season. This series has been around. Also, yeah, if you haven't seen, I mean, yeah. I've been watching, I just finished, and just like that, the Sex and the City reboot. They have a documentary on making it. I think I'm going to watch it. It's like an hour situation. Like I told you, I've been watching a lot of Vice, so like a lot of Vice news, TV show called Doom Boom, and uh, a, a show called Pizza Show, also. Happy National Pizza Day. Ah, yes. I see. <laughs> uh, no capisco. Yeah, I got, I, I really got into, back into Vice again, so I've been watching a lot of cooking shows on there, and the Pizza Show had a marathon, so... I was really into that. Like a show shouldn't make me so happy and at the same time so turned on. Like I was turned on by the food that they were showing and by the way it was shot and all of it. I mean, you know, Vice does it for me. I could talk about Vice for a while. I would like cool. to show on Vice one day. Let me, just like, give, let me just give like a quick little, I'll be quick this time, a quick little something, something about pizza. So uh, I seen that when I sent you the picture that I had decided to purchase a pizza, delivered it. I wasn't going to go get it. Yeah. And so I told you that I like it from Blaze, uh-huh. but they, whenever I ordered online, they never like fucking extra toasted like I asked to. So ding, ding, ding. We have an air fryer. So when it got here, I put it in the air fryer. Best decision of my life. Okay. 
it toasted. <laughs> it got it nice and crispy. The 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 toppings were like a nice crisp too, and the cheese got that nice like cheese color on it. Like when it gets like kind of like brown orange on top. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy National Pizza Day. There's three pieces left, so you know, bitch, my hand later for my next dinner. Listen, do it. I don't blame you. I shouldn't have gotten a pizza, but did I get a pizza? I got a pizza. I did work out too. I still still technically have to do squats today, but uh-huh. I still okay. Uh, today's my off day from working out. I stretched. I was like, let me stretch. Let me get a really intense stretch. Yeah. I mean, I try to stretch every day, but today was like, that's my main workout because it was hot. In my opinion, stretching could be a workout. So, no, I I definitely understand that because there's a lot of different ways to stretch. Yeah, so I definitely stretched today, but I shouldn't have gotten a pizza. But a bitch got a pizza. You know, today I was like, let me splurge. If I have a reaction, I have a reaction. I know that sounds ignorant. I Benadryl. I got the Benadryl. I know that's ignorant, but listen. I'm changing my diet completely. I went grocery shopping today and I was like, might as well get a pizza before I really switch it up on a bitch on National Pizza Day. And I got a Me Lovers Pizza from Mari's Pizza and that shit is fucking delicious. Also, I don't think that Mari's really fucks me up because they make their own cheese and they make their own bread. Versus, well, it makes a hell of a difference. It makes a hell of a difference. Like, it, it's the not all like... The situation's not there. Exactly. So it's not like it's going to... It's not going to fuck me up as much as if I were to get it from like Pizza Hut or Domino's or anything. So I have that working for me. See, we need a, like, I, I, that place that you just said, you've taken me there several times. Really good. I need to find one over here. There is, there is, there's one on down the street from the gym. The same one? The same one. Oh, wait, is it right there across? Uh huh. You took me to that one too, right? Yeah. That was a long time ago. Damn. Yeah. That's when we were- yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was, <laughs> it was, those were the twink, twink days. Okay. Twink, twink, twink. Hey, can you eat a little pizza and not a sign of bloat in sight? I remember me okay. walking in there. I was like, what, what's this? <laughs> kind of fancy in here. That good old Italian food, fresh made. That's just bomb. But yeah, I also got it because I had been thinking about my dad and called him he didn't answer but you know whatever uh, but he showed me what he showed me that pizza place and so i was like oh since i'm thinking about him and on national pizza day in honor but yeah that shit was bomb but yeah so i've been watching pizza show and like i said i've been slowly going through uh out tv tv shows and stuff like that so but before- i know something i've been watching real quick Yes. Um, I don't know his name. You know, we. I'm pretty sure we've all watched him growing up on PBS. The British guy who used to talk about, and here we have the army ant, and it walks up the tree trunk into the treetops. You know that guy who... Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I don't know his name, but he had talks like that. And he's uh-huh. a British gentleman. And I guess he has a newer-ish like show he's done, and I've seen clips on it on YouTube. I've been really diving into like the flora aspect of it, and he's been talking about like a lot of trees and stuff mm-hmm. and plants. Really cool. That's another thing I've been watching. Go your turn. Well, that was it. I just wanted to move on. We've been okay. talking for a while. <clears throat> so, all right, let's move into our first segment: the fuck off list. I have two fuck offs this week. Okay, you go first. My first fuck off, pink erasers. 
they truly do the opposite of what I need them to do when I'm drawing. They make more of a mess for me than the white erasers. Call me bougie, call me extra, whatever, but white erasers are my preference. Using this pink eraser has been killing me. Well, I could take it back. No, I'm going to give it back to you after I replace it with my white erasers because I need an eraser right now. And this is nothing about you. This is nothing personal towards you. So. Well, I'm just letting you know there's nothing better than a pink pearl, okay? I like a white eraser. It it really just cleans, cleans up the area for me really quick. It doesn't like smear. I prefer the white eraser. So in my opinion, fuck off pink erasers. Positive alternative for me, white erasers. Next to my fuck waffle list. I'm truly offended. <laughs> People who lie about the surgical or steroidal help and say it's their natural gains. And let me be clear. Say it again, what you say? <clears throat> I said people who lie about surgical or steroidal help and say it's their natural gains. Let me be clear. This is not shaming those who do and or get surgical procedures to enhance or make their body look a certain way or how they want it. However, it is a very clear fuck off to those who deceive and promote deception about what they've done to achieve said look and say that they naturally got there. Positive alternative, just be honest. In my very small, in my very small opinion, in today's time, it doesn't really matter. Surgery is so common. Just own that shit. Just say you got it done. If people judge you for that, that sounds like a personal problem they got to deal with. If you're happy <laughs> with the surgery and you're happy with the results, own that shit. Because it's one thing to own it and, you know, be honest about you getting it versus you promoting or someone promoting products saying, oh, I got here through exercise and for this product. There's nothing wrong with a little enhancement. There's nothing wrong with a little help. But be honest about the help. Don't forget about the little people on the way up. There's something wrong with lying, y'all. Yes. The root of that is pretty much lying. Those are my fuck-offs. Yours? If you lie, you go to hell. (laughs) Uh, Mine are... My first one is, fuck off again to these allergies. I have had it. I am so tired of literally not being able to breathe at night. I take a antihistamine and it still don't fucking work. What is the bitch to do? I'm ready to literally just like <clears throat> y'all can judge me. It's fine. I'm, I'm revealing my truth. Amen. Um, some I've been having to sleep literally with tissue inside one of my nostrils because I'm <laughs> tonight. Shit. It, this just want to leak. It just want to start leaking. Oh and, no! <laughs> so I'm definitely grandpa over here, all up in my nose with my hands like a bat, laying on my back, and making sure I don't leak. Freaking fluid into my mouth. I mean, research I, this. I mean, we gotta, there's gotta be a positive alternative to help def- out. It's definitely the weather, Nicholas. Like, but there's one other than the antihistamine. Is there, it, there's, I'm gonna look it up. There's gotta be some way to help tissue <laughs> the nostrils. <laughs> yeah. So that's my life. Um, I understand. I understand. Um, I'm leaving it up to the scientists. They want yeah. to studies. <laughs> Can they figure out how to get rid of allergies, like at least like pollination allergies and stuff like that or whatever? I feel like I'm literally a child again because this is exactly how I was. And I know we've talked about you rever- you change every so many years. I'm like, if I'm going back to that, because I've started, I started, I need my inhaler today when I was working out. And I was like, oh my God, 
I gotta, I really need to get in on this again and start doing some sort of more, more cardio because I really don't want to be in my thirties here with asthma again, like I was when I was little. Yeah, I feel that 100%. Oh. So fuck off to that. Another fuck off. Oops, sorry, I hit the mic. <laughs> Another fuck off is to people who don't mind their own damn business. If somebody ain't talking to you, like directly looking at you and two other people having a conversation, mind your own business. Mind because your own business? Because you're definitely not going to hear everything that was happening in that conversation. And then you're going to look the fool when you take a little bit of that conversation maybe and put it somewhere else where it doesn't belong. So, Oh, mind your own business. Once again, mind your own business. Mind your own business. Okay. Pause the alternative. Mind your own business. There you go. You got it. You got that was it. right. <laughs> well, let's, are you, is that all your puck offs? Yeah, that's all I got this week. All right. Well, let's take a strips. And we're back. And it's time for Bradley's Brain Teasers. All right. Category is. Category is body. Category is do's. And don'ts. Or just do's. Just do's. First question. Let me have it. Do you think you have intergenerational connections? From what I think that means, yes. I do. I'd agree. I think you do as well. So do I. Bringing the generations together, honey. The reason why I ask that is because I I learned in my past class this week that intergenerational connections are really good for older people. Because it it gives them a sense of purpose. It gives them a means of communication. It gives them a way to interact in the sense of, I said purpose, but a way to interact and stay with the times. There's a lot of benefits to intergenerational connections with older people. A lot of people don't think about that, but it, it could be very beneficial to an elder who is isolated. Question two. Do you think, hold on. Okay. Question two. <laughs> Stupid. I still, hold on. I have to roll it up. It's about to come out, girl. Put it up. One lip pause. Question two. Do you think that there should be an updated law on prohibiting senators and politicians from trading stocks? Yes. I agree. I but, feel like if you're in a higher power like that, you lose some of your, some of your citizen privileges because you have an advantage. I think it's, I think it's definitely an advantage and I think that it's helping separate the wealth gap because half the people, while, while we have a more focused scope in our worldviews on politics and the different effects it has on us and the world, there's still a big group of people who don't give a fuck about politics. So they wouldn't even know that politicians have an in on certain knowledge and are maybe looking at their life differently, wondering why they are where they are, not knowing that there's political influence with them, these politicians having insider knowledge. And I know that some people's argument with me would be like, well, that's taking away rights. Is that okay? Well, if we're if you're going to go that card that's taking away rights, well, let me play the card of it. All these people who are in these positions of political power all stated when they were getting hired, and elected that they're in it for the greater good and they want to unify the community. Okay, well, sometimes to do the greater good, you're gonna to have to take a knee. If you're really if you're really truly on that road, 
you're going to have to take a knee and not invest and earn a billion dollars in something you already have an advantage in because you're getting paid off to be reelected in honey. I think there's a problem there. So I think in that same vein that it would also push people towards getting that position, that role that actually wanted for the right reasons, if that were prohibiting them from uh, trading in the stock market, because then they're like, if I can't do that, what's the point of me having this position, at least for some, you know? So then those who actually yeah. go for those positions do have the greater good uh, in first in mind, you know? Question four. Do you think Kermit the Frog is black? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no. I definitely don't, don't think Why not? What's the argument? What's the argument? I just don't ever view him that way. I view him as a frog. <clears throat> if we were going to go stereotypical, based off stereotypical like aspects, I would. Are you going to believe it? <laughs> don't say it. Yeah. Don't say it. But you don't think. No. No. <laughs> him. <laughs> okay, I don't either. <laughs> but I just learned stuff. <laughs> you, 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 that's a trick answer. You're trying to catch it. Is. It is. You got to be a good interviewer if you want to if you want to get certain information. If you Kermit the Frog is Kermit the fucking Frog. Okay? Thank you. I do too. Kermit the Frog. All the Muppets. They are who they are. I don't look at their ethnicity. <laughs> Unless they're actually like a peak Muppet. Right. Peak <laughs> piggy. Piggy's a pig. Thank you. the black pig. Who knows? <laughs> she- Last question. <laughs> you, got, you go. Last question. Do you think a good rule to make in a relationship when setting out expectations and boundaries is to ensure both or all parties have drunken water and eaten before an argument? What is that like a metaphor? No, that's that is a legit question. How the hell? For, for how how the, so you want me to plan an argument? And be like, here, drink your. No, I didn't say. I didn't okay, say. Plan, an argument. I didn't say plan the argument, but you know how arguments come up between people, and they can literally come up because it's influenced by the person being hungry or thirsty. I've never been. Influence of anger for thirst, but I think hunger, I could say maybe one. One girl? Oh, no. So are you attacking me? Or are you attacking me? <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's your truth. If you want to say that, go ahead. Listen, I'm not the lying type. May I stretch the story out to a little extension? <laughs> but I am not a liar. <laughs> to my knowledge at the moment, maybe it was or twice. Three at the minute for food, but I can honestly not remember for drink. Like never because I'm thirsty. I'm don't. I can honestly say I've never been angry for water. Okay, okay. So, so do you think that should be a rule? So, like, say you were you were arguing with your partner, and like you saw this was headed somewhere, and you're like, real quick, have you eaten? No, because that could set someone off. <laughs> <laughs> that could set me off. But I'm saying if that that's why I asked, do you think it should be a rule? Because if this is one of those conversations where there's no argument and you're having it with your partner, like setting boundaries and expectations and you're like, so should we 
ask each other as we've eaten if we see we're going towards an argument or in an argument. Therefore, you could reference it back to it when I, when the person's like, have you eaten? And it won't trigger you because... No, I'm going to say no, because that's not going to go the way. I know what you mean when I'm angry. If someone tells me that, that's going to piss me the fuck off even more. <laughs> okay. If there's, if you can find some way of doing it where it's like not, I like to think I'm more mature where I won't get upset now and I would think about it, but it would take me off at the moment. So what is your answer? Yes or no? It shouldn't be a rule established or it should not be. I'm not going to establish that rule because that, 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 I don't, I don't know how you moved out. That could be enforced. Because how the hell in the middle of an argument? Wait, 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 wait. We should probably eat something before we continue this argument. Just in case, just in case one of us is hungry. I'm not saying you're hungry, but I might be. See, but that approach, that is. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a more realistic approach for me. Okay. I mean, I'm living my truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably won't be like that, but I'm thinking of extreme me. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I, in my opinion, I wouldn't matter either way. Like if that, if that was to be a rule established, I would think that it was something that has been noticed and it's like, you do start arguments when you're hangry for no reason and, or it's something where it's like consistent with, damn, you're sleeping good. Um, But I don't think that I, I wouldn't be upset if it were implemented. I wouldn't be upset if it were implemented, but I do think. I just asked that question because I have seen people get arguments and arguments started just because someone is hangry. Also, I don't like to eat when I'm angry. So what, what, uh, you know? Yeah. Well, that concludes Bradley's brain teases this week. Okay. Benjamin's brain teases the next week. So the end of your game, you've, you've been off the hook. You didn't do one last week. I mean, last month. It was only 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. No, that's this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but uh, yeah, you're next week. So Benjamin's Brain teases up next week. Bring good. I want to do a, I wanted to do a, 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 like a fun challenge for us next week. And everything we talk about, we have to say in a loving way because it's Valentine's, Valentine's week, which would be oh. difficult for the fuck off list. But you know, we could always take a book out of uh, Virginia's book. No, it doesn't have to do with love, but you know how, say, Virginia can lovingly sit, tell somebody that don't like you in the in a blessed, safe way? You could do it that way. Anyway, let's move into our next segment. Pick a piece. I don't have one. Oh, no, I do have one this week, but it's more of a question for I don't have anything finished. Well, that's what, none of mine are finished either, but mine's a, a question for you this week on a painting. So <clears throat> this, can you see it? Oh no, the lighting's off. Yeah, it looks the same color as your the rest of your room. So this, you've seen it before, but you don't even, like, I just need you to look at it real quick, but <clears throat> I'll show you that to ask you. How would you go about adding an image to that, to that background? Like, cause I wanted to do, I want to do uh, a face on it and I want to do like, I w- it's going to be like my first attempt at doing like, a detailed face, but I just wanted to know how you would go about doing it. Like, I know that you draw normally before you put the background on, you draw on the blank canvas, but I didn't do that this time. Not always. Okay. Sometimes I'll do, sometimes I'll do a background and then I'll just literally start drawing with the paint. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I didn't want to necessarily draw with the paint because in my experience when I've done that before and I'm trying to execute something specific, it always doesn't work out the best. So I would well, with the pencil, you need to do it not super hard and make sure whatever colors you're going to use is going to cover that pencil. Cause if not, you'll be able to see that pencil even if even through the paint. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I want to add a face face with to this one with some like shading and stuff. It'll be my first attempt. Cause I've never done that, but I'm like, I want my paintings to have more depth to them. So that's why I pick a piece this week. Cool. More of a question. Do you have anything this week? I know you said you didn't have anything finished. I don't have anything finished, but okay. If All right, that's okay. We can move on. Yeah, because we have to finish it at ten thirty. All right, it's time for our next segment: fruits fun facts. You got any this week? I do. I have one. It's oh. long though. Okay. Oh, since yours is long, I'll go through mine. Mine. I have five. <laughs> the number is five. I didn't know we had a. Li- I thought it was supposed to be one, but. Okay. That's why I've been only doing one every time we do it. Well, you say one, but your ones have like multiple facts within them. Because it's a fact about the, there's a subject in it and it's the fact about the subject. So my first fun fact is that on February 3rd, it was National Women's Physicians Day. I didn't know that. And... So I thought that was pretty interesting. And because of that, I wanted to highlight some important women that should be celebrated. So there's Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler. She was the first African-American woman in the United States to earn an MD degree. There's Dr. Antonia Novello, the first woman and the first Hispanic to become Surgeon General of the U.S. There's Dr. Susan Lafleche Picot. The first Native American woman in the U.S. to earn an M.D. degree. Good Native American woman. Uh-huh. And then lastly, Dr. Gertrude Elion. She invented various drug treatments for leukemia, gout, malaria, viral herpes, and the prevention of kidney transplant rejection. She was most well known for her contribution to the first anti, anti, anti-retroviral drug to treat AIDS. So... I thought that was pretty cool. Good to know. Kind of relevant with you stating that there's a new HIV variant, which is very interesting and will be looked into. And then I did mention last week about the Transphobia Healing Project that was sent to me through my university. So it's a project. It says that this project uses expressive writing exercise designed to facilitate emotional processing of an experience of transphobia. You will be asked to select a personal experience of transphobia that is causing lingering distress. Then you will be provided a series of writing prompts to guide you as you reflect on your emotional reactions. Meta-analytical research has found that expressive writing exercises the focus on traumatic events can be helpful in reducing the experience of distress for some people. This project was created to develop a free and accessible healing resource to support transgender, non-binary, and other gender-diverse folks. The project was created by a team of researchers, psychotherapists, and LGBTQIA plus community activists based out of University of Massachusetts, Boston. The lead researchers for this study are Lindsay White and Heidi Levitt. To review other research from our team, please visit lgbtqmentalhealth.com. So I just wanted to share that just in case anyone that's listening, if they 
identify as trans or non-binary, if they want to look at that and participate participate in it, they can. Those are my fun facts for this week. Sweet. Thank you for that. You're <clears throat> welcome. What are you right, Bye, everyone. Welcome to Benjamin's Corner. Uh, my, fun, <laughs> my fun fact this week is about Victoria Amazonica, which is a.k.a. the giant water lily, bitch. Um, a plant? The plant? The giant water lily, a.k.a. Victoria America, American, American, Amazonica. It is originally native to South America uh, and found in the Amazon rainforest, but it's now also in places like Taiwan and, and grown as like a farm thing and a couple other countries that can house it with the same uh, climate type. Um, the width of the leaves can grow 10 feet across. So from the dia- on the diameter, it could be like 10 feet. That's how big they can get. And in good weather, it takes them only about two weeks to get to that size. Damn. Yeah, the flower can, and it does have a flower, and the flower opens only on two consecutive days, changing from white to pink, which helps, which helps ensure proper pollination. So the nectar attracts these big beetles or bigger insects, and it invites them down into the flower, and then the flower closes in. The flower flower closes on them, and and opens back up the next day. And when it opens up the next day, it's all pink. And the, the beetle comes out of it and goes to pollinate the next day. And the beetles are afraid of the pink color. So they, they the plant knows by the plant doing that, it's keeping them away. So they're not pollinating the same flower. They get a, they're going to different white flowers and doing this process to pollinate them. Wow. The Oh, the lilies can hold a weight of a human. And the weight is about 132 pounds. Is how so these water lilies can hold like a uh, 132 pounds, and they do this because there are chambers underneath the lily that trap air, so it helps keep it bounced on top of the water. That's what I was literally gonna Uh, ask you when you started talking about these. I was like, my first thought was for whatever reason, the Pokemon that looks like a water lily. And then I was like, can we lay on Ludicolo? Um, I have a picture too because I knew you were gonna want a picture. So, this is what they look like. Yes. Okay. I've seen these before. Okay. And then let me show you what the underneath looks like real quick. Okay. That's pretty cool. But they're not anywhere near us to see them. Oh, I don't know if you can see this, but... I want like, to okay, so this is how big they can be. A hundred and... Oh, damn. You can't see it. A hundred and ten feet. Or not a hundred and ten. Ten feet wide. So, they're pretty big. Oh, damn. That's a human next to it. Yeah. And then this is what they look like underneath where the air gets trapped. So it floats. Is that like a branch? No, that's underneath the leaf, the lily. That's what it looks like underneath. All those squares keep air. So that's why it stays above the water and floats. Oh, and interesting. I, I, I had to take this, some pictures of it because I knew you'd want to see it. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, last thing. So it has thorns underneath all of it. It has like thorns and thorns on the the stem that goes down to the where the plant is on the bottom. So fish don't eat it because the fish won't eat it because of the thorns. Uh-huh. So it protects itself underneath from them that way. And that's my fun fact. Thank you. That was very interesting. That was very cool. Uh, Victoria Amazonia. Amazonica. Amazonica. AKA, AKA giant water lily. Giant water lily. That was pretty cool. Thank you for sharing. 
I'm gonna look at those. Yeah. I do I do like looking at giant water lilies. Maybe not necessarily the bottom of them because they kind of look like holes, but at the top for sure. That would be super cool to lay on top of one. At, well, we wouldn't damage it, right? Even though we can. Uh, you it. can. I mean, but it'll. But I, I'm too. I'm far too heavy to be on one. I passed the limit. It said 100 and how much? 80. 32. Oh yeah, I passed the limit too. Just two cheeks alone. <laughs> no, truly. <laughs> well, thank you for that. All right, let's move into our last segment, Geek of the Week. Okay, I, I was a little disappointed because you gave me. I have nine minutes to talk about this. So you talk about yours real quick. Okay. Yeah. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go through mine real quick and I'll let you take the rest of the time. So I, I played Queerdle. Don't get it. Don't like it. Told you about it. It's like the Wordle one. I, I truly was not getting it. I, yeah. I read the rules. Let me just be honest. I wasn't going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I read the rules and everything. And I was like, mm, yeah, no, my Gerald's, my gerontology crossword. I'll have some of those for you next week. We just, there was a whole situation with the crossword. And so my professor had to fix up in the blackboard, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll be back next week with those. I played uh, Mario Kart with you. That was fun. I also played Smash Bros. That was fun. And I played a little more Pokemon Arceus. I'm still in the very early days. So... Still don't have much, but I know how to make a poke a pokeball. I got my little cute outfits going on, and I'm like, I was officially at a certain ranking or whatever. I could start earning stars or whatever, and I'm out in the wild now. But yeah, that's what I'm playing. Pokemon Arceus. Okay. Take it away. Um, today was a Nintendo Direct, so I'll get into that after I talk about Arceus real quick. I've been playing Legends Arceus as well. I have already passed the main story. I'm on to the after the main story part. I still don't have the Pokedex completed. Um, I still love this fucking game. I think it's really addicting. Uh, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's still giving me everything I needed from a Pokemon game. But I want I want to play it again now that I know how to play it. So I made another account on my Switch. <laughs> and I just restarted it again today. <laughs> and I picked this game this time. <laughs> No, I'm barely starting. I'm probably honestly at the same part you are because the way uh-huh. you play is very like slow. No offense. Uh, so I'm probably at the same part you are. I picked Cyndaquil this time, and yeah, we'll see what, if I'm going to be going back and forth with that because I know you told me about doing a Twitch, and I'm kind of like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But we'll that. I think like, you should do a Twitch. Like, if if any listeners are listening, if y'all can hit us up or let us know, what do you think about Benjamin doing a Twitch? I personally think that Benjamin should do a Twitch because he's so knowledgeable on these video games and super into them i think he's just entertaining i'm a little biased but i also do think that you know without the bias as well but anyway i think you should do a twitch go ahead into it um so that's what i've been playing honestly i haven't been playing anything else real quick so fucking excited today i spent 80 i spent seven or no 69 because i had some coins left in my account 69 dollars. i bought the kingdom hearts thing because at midnight bitch the Kingdom Hearts games are available to play on Nintendo Switch, all three of them. Today? Um, on the 10th. Oh, so today at midnight. So I spent the money for it. I'm going to check it out today. <laughs> I'm super excited for that. I have all... Uh, I'm so excited. Okay, some really interesting news from the Nintendo Direct today. You will like it. Metroid Dread is mm-hmm. going to get a free... Is getting a free update. Like okay. games stuff to do in. So you have that one. You as... You'll get an update as long as you have it connected to the Wi-Fi. Um, 
Uh, you still have Nintendo Online on your account till like I think maybe later in the year. Mm-hmm. And guess what they're doing, bitch? They're making they have free. Um, if you have Nintendo Online, you get the free DLC. Mario Kart Eight's getting more DLC. The Mario, it's getting forty eight new tracks. Forty eight new tracks are coming, and but they're going to be dispersed slowly with through cycles. Yes. Recycle, you're gonna get four new tracks on a new core on a new cup. So there's there's I don't know how many cups, six new cups, I think, and then there's 48 in total new place, new race tracks, but they're from other old games, which is fine because I want to see them redone in the new wait. Stuff. So this doesn't interfere with the new one coming out, right? Well, I don't know about that yet, but they're okay. they made this specifically for this. Um that's very I think exciting. I'm gonna need that game back tomorrow <laughs> so I can play it, so I can unlock everything again. Or yeah. To unlocking, um, but it, you're gonna get it automatically too because you're you still have the subscription to the Disney Online, mm-hmm. not Disney Online, uh, Nintendo Online. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get it too automatically because you have it, and as long as you have it on the Wi-Fi, it'll update, and you'll have it. And when the online pass goes away, you'll still have the DLC because you already had purchased that. So. Another thing that was really cool too in the direct, they're making Wii Sports, but for the Switch. It's called Switch Sports. Cool. I'm actually kind of into because I did love Wii Sports back in the day, <laughs> but they're adding a couple new games. They're adding Badminton and they're adding. Um, you like Badminton, right? Eh, it's okay. Um, but they're also adding. Um, uh, I don't forget what it's called, but it's like swords. You have two swords and you hit each other with the sword oh, and get each other off. Not fencing. It's called something else. And. They're also adding volleyball. So oh, I'm super cool. excited. But they're also going to have tennis, bowling, uh, baseball. The OGs. And yeah, they're having the OGs in there. And you can play online. You cannot play online. I'm excited. I think I actually will buy this because I did like the original one and I thought it was fun to play. Another thing, um, the new Kirby game's coming out uh, in April. It's an open world and it looked interesting. It looked cute. I don't know if I'm going to buy it yet, but it was cute because, you know, I'm not really like a Kirby diehard fan. Mm-hmm. Another thing, <clears throat> excuse me, was, was there anything else cool? I think that's it. Main things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, oh, uh, no, yeah, that's it. All right. That was very exciting. It was cute. I didn't like a lot of the stuff that was in this Nintendo Direct, but I liked what I said. The things I like that were free that we're going to get downloaded that we already had. I liked I was like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's very exciting. I'm mainly excited about that uh, Mario Kart update. I am excited about Kingdom Hearts as well, but Mario Kart. Tracks, mm, yes, that's, that's a lot. Yes, that's a but, lot. But, I mean, it took them a long time, but thank you for listening. Like, it's so. No, truly, truly, because that's, that's exciting. Like, Mario Kart is one of my favorite Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. That makes me want to play, play. A lot more now because I'm like, Ooh. when does that come back? Um, that the first one, the Mario Kart. Damn, I don't remember, but I will let you know later. Okay, I think sometime in the summer, I want to say. Okay, well, no, honestly, I think you could start the end of this month or March because it says it's going to release in six cycles. Yeah, they're going to slowly release them, the parts of the DLC. Okay, well. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. That was a very exciting geek of the week. Thanks. I was super, I was holding it all in, especially <laughs> the Kingdom Hearts thing, because I was like, oh, I want to text you about it, but I was like, I'll just talk about it in the podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm like conflicted. I'm like, do I start, do I play it from the the beginning 
or do I go to three because I've been waiting for like 20 years to play three because I was waiting for it to get created and have the proper game. So I'm conflicted where I should start, but. Well, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm excited for those games to be released. Well, thanks for for talking to me this week. Another week down. Uh, If anyone's listening, thank you for listening. Thanks for having me in the chair. (laughs) And thank you for supporting Fruits Podcast. Check out our art, all of our episodes, and much more at fruitspodcast.com. Until next week, Benjamin. Until the next time we cross paths. Good night. Love you. Good night. Love you too.